Welcome to the Sportcology Institute training series. This series is called, What Do You Watch For When You Watch the Olympics? Have you ever wondered what an Olympian feels and thinks about when they watch the Olympic Games? Once you're an Olympian, you never stop being an Olympian and anything to do with the Games ignites the Olympic flame pilot light to an Olympic fire in a few short seconds. I've asked this question of Olympians all over the world and from every country, and the answer is always the same. Here at the Sportcology Institute, we watch every moment of the games when they are on and have specific questions for our students, whether here in person or online, to think about and do their homework. So I'm going to ask you to watch the games and be in school for the next two weeks while the games are on. I hope you will join us. It's valuable teaching that will help you reach your life's goals. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And I hope you will tell your friends and relatives and those you work with to go to their favorite podcast provider or junglejimhunter.com or YouTube and subscribe, download, click on like, rate, and review us. I hope you will become an 831-er, one of those people that will help someone else become an Olympic athlete, if not the best of the best they can be in whatever endeavor they choose to do. Today is day five of the 32nd Olympic Games in Tokyo, and it's 27 days to the 16th Paralympic Games that will be coming up later, and we hope you will watch each one of the athletes and our Canadian athletes, if you're from Canada or whatever country you're from, and support them and get behind them. So what does an Olympian think about when they watch the Games? A better question to ask is, what do you think about when you watch the Games? Some people complain because their regular programming is interrupted. Some people are not fans, but are curious enough to watch a little bit and become fans, maybe not for long, but at least for a few months of the year. All of us should watch because an Olympian does something that all of us do, except we do it over a complete lifetime. They do it in an average of 15 years. What do I mean? From the time they start working towards becoming an Olympian, in other words, when the Olympic flame is lit in them and they suddenly say, I want to be an Olympic swimmer or a diver or a skier, as in my case, and the end of their Olympic career, it averages 15 years. Why is that relevant to everyone? I know for most people, we switch jobs nine times in a lifetime, but we become the type of person that starts in a field and then stays with it until retirement. It is considered that you mastered that field. An Olympian starts at about eight years of age and by 25 has gone from physical literacy to athletic literacy to performance literacy to podium literacy if they get on the podium. And should you end up on the gold medal spot, you are the master literacy level. Every sport requires this to say you are an Olympic champion. Why do I say that? Well, to stand on the top step of a podium and in that moment realize that you define the highest level of excellence, you have mastered that sport. When you watch the Olympic Games, you can learn from an Olympian more than any other field. Yes, that's true. Now, some might argue, but hear me out. It's why I believe every athlete that earned the spot to represent our country should be fully sponsored by the corporate world and the government to be given the highest level of education. They can teach us what it takes to be a success and master something. All of our athletes are the best of the best of the best. And yet when they finish their Olympic experience, they have to start over with brand new careers. They sacrifice everything to deliberately focus on becoming the best in the world. When they represent our country, they are the best we have. 
In the same time frame, a student can achieve a master's degree in a chosen field, yet has very little experience. The Olympian graduated and knows what it takes to reach that level and has the experience as well. Olympians don't do it to earn more money or glory or fame. That may come as a result sometimes, but rarely. They do it and in the process learn to grow. In essence, they say, I will take on the 7,846,000,000 people in this planet and say, I will be the definition of this particular sport or this particular activity, and I will take on all comers. Some might say, who cares if they can throw a javelin? This is true if you look at it from the perspective of being measured by results. However, this is the poorest way to do so. What's the same for all human beings is that whether you throw a javelin or mow the grass that the javelin thrower threw it in until it's stuck can become the best of the best of the best of what they do. The best hate to lose. They desire excellence, but there is only one best in the moment. They know the moment they put their eyes on the prize or take it off what's important right now to make sure you can win the prize that there's a good chance they lose. They focus on being their best on the day it is demanded of them to do so. Do you want the engineer that built the plane you flew in to the Olympics to be the highest ranking engineer with a master's degree and say that he was the master student in engineering that year, building the plane? Or do you want someone who maybe has a master's degree or maybe doesn't, but knows how to build a plane that will fly? I think I want the guy that knows how to build the plane that will fly. It's reliable. The Olympian watching the games thinks the same thing no matter what country he comes from. He knows what it feels like to be striving for excellence at the highest level. They know what it took. They know what it takes. They know the experience needed. Most of all, they know what they did and what they should have done. They know what they did wrong and what they did right. And they know what they would change and why they would change it. They know as they watch, they can point out who's going to win and who's going to lose and why because they recognize the mistakes being made during the competition and what the result will be. They know what every young person doesn't know, what every parent doesn't know, and what every coach is trying to learn that hasn't coached an Olympic champion yet. An Olympian watching the games is thinking about what it would take to make a comeback in the next four years. Yep, that's right. That's what we think about. As soon as the games come on, we start Getting inspired because we know what it takes and we know we can do it and we know we could do it again. They also know, however, that sport is constantly growing and improving and the body can't do what it used to do. So very few ever make a complete comeback. Some try, but rarely does it happen. Not every Olympian can teach what they learned, just like not every master student graduate may be able to teach. But why lose the value of the education we give the best and not pass it on to the next generation? Why not seek the highest level of teaching you can find? My dad used to say to me, and it always worked. He would say, when you go to the ski hill, watch for a few moments and see who the best skier on the hill is and then go ski with him. Who knows? Maybe you can get on the chair with him and ask questions. I often did that and I always found that they wanted to teach me what I didn't know. We started the Sportcology Institute to help those that want to learn from those that have the experience to teach how to be the best of the best. Watching the best of the best and the best these two next two weeks could be the most valuable education you and your children can get. 
if you watch and learn what they did to become masters. From 1978 to 1992, I had the privilege of working as a TV broadcaster with Canadian television groups. Canada is respected around the world because our broadcasting of the games is second to none. This is true. If you go around the world, you will discover that most people think the Canadian broadcast is the best in the world. This year's Olympics is even better than the last time. The application of growth continues in our broadcast of the games. Learn from all the features, the athletes, and the performances. It will teach you what stirs you and excites you and reaches you where you could be master of what you want to do. I hope you will listen for the next two weeks and learn what we can learn from watching the Olympics. Thank you for listening, and I hope you will have grown in the next two weeks from the best of the best of the best. My quote for the day, every artist was first an amateur. Ralph Waldo Emerson. 